Hello. Welcome to the podcast at For All Our Kids. In today's episode, we continue with the stories of Vikram and Betal. The False Love There was everything but silence that new moon night in the graveyard. The gusts of wind cut through the dark night, muffling Vikram's footsteps. Eerie sounds mingled with the creaks of the branches as Vikram hauled the corpse onto his shoulder and climbed down from the tree. Then he began his long walk towards the camp where his guards waited for him. Oh, King Vikrama, careful who you help. Just because the hermit is a human being, you believe him. Like all your kind, you think I'm the dangerous one out to harm you. But do you really know if the hermit wishes your people well? Are you sure he won't accuse you of being dangerous and treacherous? Let me tell you the story of how someone who supports you, can quickly turn around and accuse you of being the wrong one. The vampire went on. Viren was a farmer and loved to work on his farm. He and his wife Jaya had one son, Chandran. Jaya used to take the baby with her and help her husband on the farm. One evening, as they all returned from the fields, they were stopped by a wailing sound. That sounds like a baby, but I don't see anyone, Jaya whispered. Shh! Let's listen to see where the cry comes from, Viren whispered back. The sound came from near a big tree on their right. With the light from their lantern shining on the path, Viren and Jaya, along with their baby, reached the tree. There, in a basket, was a small baby. They took the baby home. In the morning, they asked around to find out who the baby's parents were, without much luck. Well. We've been given another baby. Chandran will have a baby brother, Viren said. They call the baby Shyam. Chandran and Shyam grew up together as brothers. They went to the same school and played in the same fields. When Chandran finished his schooling, he spoke to his parents. I want to go to the city to study. I don't want to stay back and work on our farm. Viren was both sad and excited. I would like him to work on the farm, he told his wife. But I suppose we should let him explore other choices and let him make up his own mind. Together, they agreed that it was important for Chandran to go to the city and study more. 
The following year, it was Sham's turn before he could ask. Viren and Jaya suggested that he too go to the city and study. I don't know if you can understand how Sham felt, you being a king and all that, but Sham was super excited. He had never left the village before. Chandran would be there to guide him in the new place. Life felt perfect. When Sham reached the city, he got off the bus and looked around for his brother. Their mother had packed so many pickles and snacks that the weight pulled his arms to the ground. He felt a tap on his shoulder and turned around to see three young men. One of those men threw back his head in laughter at Sham's confusion. You don't recognize me? It's been only one year since I've been away from home. His clothes, his hair, his talk, everything had changed, but the voice was Chandran's, all right. Those other men look wrong to me, but maybe I'm just old-fashioned because I'm from the village. Sham thought to himself as he went home with them. Sham had his own room, as did Chandran. The younger boy was surprised to see how clean and tidy the older boy's room was. He learned the secret soon enough. Chandran hardly ever slept there. He was always out and about with his friends. At first, Sham joined the others as they went about the town, partying and enjoying themselves. Slowly, he began to get bored of staying out. He tried to talk to Chandran, but the one year apart had changed him too much. You have become a bore, Chandran taunted him. I suppose that you're going to write to our parents and tell them? Remember, father sends the money to me. You keep quiet and I will give you your share. You say anything and we'll see what happens after that. Sham was aghast. He wanted to stay in the city and study. He couldn't bring himself to tell Viran and Jaya about Chandran's habits. He stayed out of Chandran's way and kept quiet. A few months later, Viran visited the boys. Stay out of my business, Chandran warned Sham. Then, pretending to be a dutiful son, he took his father to many temples and other places to sightsee. The city has changed my son. It has made him more sophisticated. These days, you must know more than what a village has to offer, Viran thought. But he was surprised that Sham was still the same. One day, Viran explored the city on his own. He bought a pair of diamond earrings for Jaya and showed it to the boys. Soon, it was time for Viran to go back home. He was happy about Chandran, but a little worried about Sham. As he shared his worries with Jaya, he opened the bags to look for the diamond earrings. The box from the jeweler was there, but the earrings were missing. Viran felt as if someone had punched him in the stomach. 
he had seen Sham put the box in. Jaya calmed him down. Let's wait for the boys to come home after their exams. It's better to ask them directly, she advised him. Vacation came, bringing the boys back to the village. Amma, why are you not wearing your diamond earrings? Don't set them aside for special occasions. Wear them every day. Appa brought it for you with so much love. Chandran asked on the very first evening. That's what we want to talk to you boys. Viran told them about the missing diamonds. Even as he finished, Chandran turned on Sham. I saw you put the box with the earrings in the back. How dare you? What did you do with it, you? He pounced on his younger brother. Jaya stepped in between them and stopped him. Oh, Sham, why didn't you just ask me? I would have given you the money happily, Viran said. A very disappointed look on his face. Even then, Sham did not speak up. It did not stop there. When the boys returned to the city, Chandran went gambling and lost a lot of money. Don't worry. There are many ways to get that money, Chandran, his friends advised him. That night, a group of black-clad men walked silently on the streets. A creaking window alerted the security guard outside the city's largest jewellery shop. The fools were peering into a shelf of jewellery in the light of a candle when a big group of security guards caught them. A fight broke out and Chandran's mask came off his face. The thieves managed to escape, but the guards recognized Chandran. Viran rushed to the city again. He didn't understand how his nice boy could be arrested for stealing jewelry. He had had no idea. This time, after talking to others who knew Chandran, Viran found the whole truth. Sham lied in court that Chandran had been with him the night of the theft. But too many guards had seen Chandran when his mask fell. He had to go to prison. Sham felt bad. Everyone praised him for trying to save Chandran's life. When he walked over to a worried Viran, the old man glared at him. Get out of my sight, he yelled. But I, I tried to save him, Sham spluttered. No, you didn't. You had no love for your brother. I'm ashamed that we raised such a selfish and weak person. And with that, Viren walked away. The vampire spoke to the king directly. Now, O king, don't you think Viren was wrong to blame Sham? It wasn't Sham's fault that Chandran got into bad company. In fact, Sham even tried to save him from jail time. Why do you think Viran blamed Sham for Chandran's failings? King Vikram didn't have to think too hard. Chandran fell into bad company without any help from Sham. 
But if Sham had truly loved his brother, he would have done more to correct him. There were many opportunities for him to speak up and let his parents know the truth about Chandran. Sham's silence was for selfish reasons. He didn't want Chandran to stop giving him his share of the money for him to be able to stay in the city. Sham had an opportunity to tell Viran the truth when the earrings went missing. But he was too afraid of Chandran. When you know someone you love is doing something wrong, you must have the courage to correct them. As soon as Vikramaditya finished speaking, the vampire flew away. This is the end of today's story. What do you think? Do you agree with King Vikram? Have you ever kept quiet when someone you know and like does something wrong? Or did you speak up for what was right? It takes a lot of courage to speak up, doesn't it? It may make your relationship difficult at that moment, but it is for their well-being. Maybe someone you know teases others or takes things without permission. It is easier to speak up when it is someone you don't know or someone you don't like. But we can't ignore it when our loved ones do something wrong. We have to speak up. Do you agree? Come back next week to hear another story in the Vikram and Betal series. Until then, goodbye from all of us at For All Our Kids. <laughs>